Hello, and welcome to the fourth episode of the podcast, Strange Fairy Tales. Today's fairy tale will be Sleeping Gas. But before we begin, I figured you might be interested to see how Fred's coming along in her new job of technological supervisor. She's made marvelous progress, really. It's hard for me to imagine that just a short while ago she didn't even know where the on button was. Of course, there have been a few misunderstandings. What could I expect? But now, fortunately, she knows that you don't need a cage for the mouse, and no, the monitor does not get its energy from eating crickets. And last weekend, when she went on vacation to the lake, she discovered the difference between a keyboard and a kneeboard. It wasn't pretty. Well, actually it was. Sparks flying all across the surface of the lake, you know. It's like a ground-level fireworks show. Anyway, Hey Fred! Can you tell our listeners what you've been doing? Of course, narrator dear. Well, I've installed some what I like to think of as necessary hardware into my office. See, over here we have the donuts, and here's the espresso double latte machine, and over here is my favorite. What, a little box? Heavens no, it's not just a little box. Well, let me show you. Hey, who turned out the lights? The little box did, dearie. There, is that better? Yeah. Well, I gotta say, that's pretty cool, even if it is annoying. Now, I'll be off. We've got a podcast to record. I'm not done yet! Hey, watch it! I'm gonna trip over something here. Come back here and listen to me, then. Fine. Turning lights on and off is not all this little box can do. Say, for instance, you're stranded in New York City without any transportation. Well, then all you have to do is clap three times and it will hail a taxi for you. Taxi. Taxi. It can also tell if a mushroom is poisonous, that's four claps, and it can paint a masterpiece with five. Six claps is my personal favorite because I was always rather lazy in college. Six claps, you see, writes a college-worthy paper for any degree. What subject? Uh, English, please. Beep, 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 printing. And there we have it. A college-worthy paper on the subject of English. The only problem is that the program has got the syntax a bit messed up. See? Or be the two to not be question is that. Well, we've got to get on with the podcast. That's pretty cool, but we've got work to do. No, no, no. See, I haven't explained 20 claps yet. It should only be used in an emergency because... Would there, perhaps, be a number to speed dial the ferry removal team? You're trying to trick me, aren't you? Uh, yeah. I knew it! You threw in something random like that just so I would forget all about the little box and you could start your podcast. You can't fool me. As a matter of fact, there is. Just clap one and a half times. How do you clap half a clap? You snap. Isn't it obvious? Oh, yeah. Silly me. Here goes. Ring, ring. Hello, this is the ferry removal team, just back from Jamaica. How may we help you? I need a temporary holding for a ferry at 17-12-53 Drury Lane. Where is this ferry? In the manager and technological supervisor's office. She's being stubborn and we need her out of the way for, oh, another 20 minutes or so. Well, we will be there right away. See, what did I tell you? Hello? Is there a ferry in here? 
Oh, bother. You were trying to trick me. I must say, you're the trickiest person I've ever met. You get me suspicious about one thing, and then do something else right under my nose. Yes, there is a fairy in here, and she's not going to come quietly. Uh, you can go ahead and come in. Oh, thank you. Well, this is the fairy... Arg. The General! Fred, that wasn't very nice. Well, if you wanted me to stop talking about the little box, you could ask nicely. Oh, sorry. Would you please stop telling me about the clapping thingamajigger? Fine. Ahem. <clears throat> Before our brave general fell in battle, he made it clear that he wanted us to change the name of our company. Clear? I wouldn't exactly call it Would that. Would you two be our witnesses? But of course, dear. Uh... Sure. From this point on, in memory of the Fairy Removal Team General, we shall be known as the Fairy Arg Removal Team. <laughs> <laughs> Silence! Oh, but sir, do you realize what that spells? Oh, yes. But this is supposed to be a sad occasion. Anyone want some cheese? Freshly cut cheese! <laughs> no wonder this episode of Strange Fairy Tales has sound effects! <laughs> what? Don't you get it? What? Where am I? Oh! Thank goodness you're alright, sir! I just, uh, accidentally changed the company name to the Fairy Arg removal team in your memory. But now we can change it back. Uh, guys, I hate to be a spoil sport, but there's a footnote here in the script. It says, The Fairy Arg removal team is not able to change its name back to the Fairy Removal Team. Signed, the scriptwriter. Oh, great. Isn't he the guy who controls the universe? Yeah. General, are you alright? No, I'm afraid I will have to retire from the... Ahem. <clears throat> the very ARG removal team. I'm not feeling so good after that blast from her wand. Well, excuse me. Well then, I guess that means that I am the general now. Troops, attention! About face! Hey, wait. What? Before you leave... I'd like to make an offer to the ex-general, and I need you to stay here. Very well. At ease! Ex-general, as the supreme high ruler of strange fairy tales, I would like to offer you a job. Well, uh, okay, sounds good. Then please kneel. Shing. I dub thee the Foley Artist of Strange Fairy Tales. You may now rise. Current general, dude, do you think you could keep the ex-general on as a private or something? I want our sound effects to be at the top of the line. Okay, I can do that. Ex-general, I hereby depromote you to the rank of private. Troops, attention! Hop, two, three, four. Hop, two, three, four. Wow, that took a lot longer than I thought it would. Anyway, now to the story. Once upon a time, in a distant, faraway place, there lived a king and queen named Humphrey and Augusta, and they gave birth to a beautiful baby girl. 
They named her Rose, in an effort not to pass on their smell to her, and to their relief, she smelled beautifully, except, of course, when she needed a diaper change. However, the fact that she smelled wonderful could not stop her from acting like most babies do, and she cried every minute of every hour of every day and night. Her parents got rather annoyed, as they didn't get hardly any sleep. Finally, they decided to hold a banquet for all the fairies of the land, in the hopes that one of them could give them the beauty sleep they needed. The night of the banquet arrived, and the castle was filled with the smell of roast lamb, and sirloin steak, and mac and cheese. The fairies arrived, and one by one they were checked off the guest list. Two fairies, however, did not show up. Humphrey and Augusta got very worried, and were about to call in the fairy retrieval team when they finally arrived. They seemed to be in a race to the front door. The first fairy was wearing an assortment of green leaves that flapped rambunctiously in the wind created by her speed. The second fairy was serenely, and yet very quickly, floating down from the sky towards the bouncers in a large pink bubble. They arrived at the exact same time, and out of breath, shouted their names as quickly as they could. Fred! Linda! The bouncers checked their names off the list, and the two fairies walked inside, arguing all the way. See? I arrived first, so I should get to godmother more people. Too bad for you, then, that you gave up three-fourths of your charges to me so you could be some geek who works for a podcast. Well, I never! The other fairies settled down at the long table in the middle of the ballroom, trying to stay as far away from the strange guinea pig-looking salt and pepper shakers that were scattered at random intervals on the table. Ahem, said Augusta, standing up on her throne. I suppose you all want to know why you're here on this fine evening. It's because Humphrey and I want to find a way to get to sleep at night. Our daughter Rose has been keeping us awake every night with her crying. The fairies thought for a moment, and then a scraggly witch with a wart on her nose in the front row suggested, You could kill the baby. Poison gingerbread works wonders. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Killing the baby is not exactly high on our list of things to do. I have a solution, said the witch called Glinda. Take a sleeping charm, hang it around her neck, and every night she'll fall right asleep. What a brilliant idea! That'll be five hundred dollars, please. I have an even better idea, and I'll do it for free, seeing as you were so nice to me, Augusta dear. Here is an everlasting supply of sleeping gas. Fred waved her wand. Ding, 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 ding. Poof! And a huge canister clearly marked sleeping gas appeared next to the throne. It fell to the ground and landed with an almighty <coughs> and broke in two. Immediately, the room was filled with an enormous amount of sleeping gas, and everyone fell asleep at once, except for Augusta and Humphrey. Their noses were so blocked up from their own smells that the sleeping gas could not get in. You see, Augusta had taken a liking to emptying out chamber pots and a disliking to water, thanks to her stepfamily, and Humphrey smelled constantly like B.O., thanks to some certain genes bestowed on him by his parents. They looked around and then looked at each other. Both of them were thinking, this wasn't what we wanted. Then they retired to their private chambers and discussed plans to get rid of the sleeping gas and somehow wake up all the fairy godmothers and their dear daughter. And then they came up with a plan. They decided to call the fairy ARG removal team. So Humphrey brought out their new extreme deluxe absolutely most advanced clap sensor thingy in the universe and Augusta clapped one and a half times. Ring, ring. Hello, this is the fairy removal team. How may we help you? We need you to get a huge canister out of our castle. 
There's sleeping gas all over the place, and we're the only ones who haven't fallen asleep because our noses are plugged up with our own smell. We figured that due to your recent name change, you'd be able to not fall asleep either. Well, I am sorry to tell you, but we don't do stuff like that. We remove fairies and their artifacts. But this was made by a fairy. Oh, really? We will be right over then. So the fairy, our removal team, made their way to the castle, secured the canister, and brought it back to their headquarters, where they placed it as a way to get rid of unwary intruders. The fairies in the castle woke up and wandered off sleepily to their beds at home. Rose woke up too and began to cry. Humphrey and Augusta looked at each other and decided that they could just love Rose the way she was. The end. Hello? Is anyone there? Yeah, I'm just finishing up this podcast. Well, if you don't mind, I'm going to go on home. For some reason, I seem to be really tired. Almost like my appetite for sleep has just been whetted. Well, can you stay around for a bit longer? We'll need to close down the office in a moment. Okay. I guess I could manage that. So, that's all for episode four. You may now clap. Oh, I love clapping. Fasten yourself down in preparation for liftoff. Fred, what's going on? Oh dear, I seem to have clapped 20 times. That's the thing that should only be used in an emergency? Yep. So now what's happening? I'm not sure. The company I bought this from wasn't exactly specific on what 20 claps did, only that it should not be used, save for emergencies. D minus 5, 4, Three, two, one. We have left off. Where is this taking us? Dun, dun, dun. To be continued in the next episode of Strange Fairy Tales.